it helps to let others know honestly as hard as it is to like wanting to keep everything to yourself and you know be this like strong independent person and be like yeah, i got this like i don't need to let anyone know when i'm struggling blah 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 um as much as you know that is very brave i think it is very important to let others know especially your close friends or close circle just being like hey All right. Hi, everybody. My name's Pallavi. Hey, everyone. It's Sharon. And welcome Hello. back to another episode of Chat in Our 20s. Woo woo. I was, I like kind of interrupted you there. <laughs> right. No, I was like, barely. <laughs> um, we're excited to be back. And, you know, I'm already ready to kick it off with the question How are you doing today, Pallavi? I am doing better. I feel like it's been. A bit of a tough week, just like personally and like in the grand scheme of things in terms of what's happening in the world. Like it's just been like a hard week. So I just feel like I'm just taking it day by day, you know, nothing yeah. to report. I am grateful though to be here, um, mm-hmm. taking a page right out of your book. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it's okay. Not great. But it could always be worse. Yeah. Not How about you? <laughs> um, I think, yeah, you and I are definitely riding that same wave. Um, it's been a little bit of an uneasy week. Same thing. Personal life as well, for sure. Um, took a little bit of a hit. And then, yeah, like you said, I think on top of that, when you're balancing personal with work, and then on top of that, like you've already hinted at like you know what's going on in the world it can get a little heavy and un- and uneasy so um doing the best we can in terms of taking it day by day for sure um take care of our health because that's what's important um so you've been proud of me i made it to the gym before our recording Yay. session <laughs> so good i'm so proud of it you took everything in me to make sure i went today i'm not even gonna lie that's why i was like hey can we push it <laughs> can we push our yeah. time <laughs> like it's those but- days that matter you know, yeah, like no. it's those days that truly add up. And I think being active is just so important. It's an important part of my life. Um, we've talked about it previously on our podcast as well. So I'm really proud of you for getting out there. Thank you. I've been way more consistent. Your girl's Yay. bench is going up. Uh- <laughs> Ooh, I get those notifications on my Apple Watch. Sharon just finished a workout. <laughs> I get yours too. Don't worry. Don't worry. That's what I was like. It's my motivation. I was like, damn, she went on her walk today. Okay. I usually go in the mornings. Like I'll, yeah, yeah. I started doing orange theory, like not sponsored, but I know (laughs) it's like a little bit culty of me, but I just, I feel like I needed something more intense. Like I'm never going to do cardio on my own. Like it's just not who I am, but then I like do it when I'm there with everybody. So Speaking of, um, I tried my first like Spinco class. So (gasps) I love Spinco. It was it's okay, low-key like a cult, but <laughs> it, is, it. I, it is okay. Honestly, it was so much fun. I I was having the time of my life. I was Yay. like, why is this a lot of fun? Was there but a theme? A little pardon? Was there like a theme? Not for this one, but my friend did say that like the one who like took us, she did say like there's like a Beyonce night and like there's mm-hmm. like different themes and stuff. And I was like, that's wild. It it was a good time. They were so sweet. They had like a little card that like yeah. they left on the bike for me and my sister and stuff, like for our first ride and um honestly the part that I struggled to hear though is like 
the music is so loud and obviously it's in like in a dark room like i couldn't hear when the person like the instructor was saying to like turn up the resistance or like turn down the resistance mm -hmm. so that part i kind of was just going with what i was feeling <laughs> but Me i too. like kept, yeah i kept up with the beat of the music but the resistance part was probably where i cheated a little i'm not gonna lie for my yeah. first time but um i was impressed slash like just proud of myself because the first time i ever did a spin class i think like probably two years ago now that i think about it I died. I actually like I could not I keep up. And um this time I actually could keep up. And I was like, wait, wow. This feels, this feels good. Um granted again, like I said, I did cheat with resistance. So I don't know. Maybe That's next fun. time when I do it properly with the resistance, maybe I will also die. But everybody does it. Um, so Oh, you know what's so embarrassing though? Um, what at the end of the at the end of the class, um, you like unclip your shoes from the pedals, right? Oh. I couldn't I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to unclip my pedal and like because they're doing stretches right like they're straight up lifting their legs up I was like whoa how are you doing that can't do that but I was just struggling just to even take my like clip off and like one of these like um other women off the bikes like she popped off and like came over Aww. to like help me and like I was like you know what I appreciate that but I was like damn the attention that I did not want is on me <laughs> no but sometimes like the clips just get stuck like you like I just take the shoe off like I just slip my foot oh, out stop. I'm done <laughs> Why did I not even think of that? The way I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Someone get me out of here. But no, she was super sweet. Um, overall, I, I had a great time. Like it is like the most amazing and worst thing that can happen to you at the same time. Like that's how I would describe a spin class, if that makes sense. So yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe one day, one of these like call to workout classes will sponsor us. <laughs> that's what I'm manifesting for Ooh, us. Yes. If you are listening, I mean, I will gladly do another one and talk about them. So, you know what? In a good way. Until I, like, further absolutely. notice. Absolutely. <laughs> I told my sister, I told my sister, well. I was like, wait, can I become a spin instructor? Is this doable? Can I do this? <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm like, the guardian for that. Like to be able to talk and do it at the same time. Oh my God. Yes. That is a lot. That is a Once lot. I went to a Drake themed spin class and like the girly got off the bike. Right. And she's like still instructing. And she wrapped the entirety of Child's Play. No way. And then while she did that, she was like, listen, my now fiance, like I did this before, like we were dating and we were like getting into that talking stage and he still put a ring on it. Never settle <laughs> and never be afraid to be weird because the right one will know. And it was a class of girlies. And I just thought that was the most iconic thing ever. I love that. I love that. I love that so much. That that stays with me. Like some things that have been said in a spin class by the instructor, like have stayed with me. It's like positive psychology. You know, <laughs> in this class, actually, so one of the girlies who came in, um, she was, it was her 400th class. Oh my God. Yeah. Who has and that like, kind of funds? <laughs> That's yeah, my problem. <laughs> that too but it was just job. so it was so cool to see her do that and like she's also shabby i literally was like yes like boss go for it like you know and so i was like i don't know it was just nice to see that and i was like and the encouragement i guess like that everyone had towards it too as soon as she walked in they were like happy 400th and i was like 400th what and then i was like 400th class like wow. that's yeah good for you um for real though who has the funds is the <laughs> that's my barrier if i'm being honest oh 100 oh my god um 
but anyways that was that's how we're doing y'all I mean I love this journey for you though because I think it's like really fun that you're trying all these things speaking of fun because I love just like transitioning things what are we sipping on today Sharon I was just about to ask you okay I'm gonna save you for last because I know you said you got something fun um I will say so I am sipping on water right now but before my fun drink (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how much of a fun drink this is, but I did finally make, I got protein powder, y'all. We're finally back on that. So we made a little protein shake, um, but I added this like, it's like an all nut butter um, Ooh. from Costco. Um, there's like pumpkin seeds. There's like everything mixed in there pretty much. So I added like mm. a scoop of that as well in there. Um, and, you know, a little bit of banana never hurt nobody. So I don't like bananas, um, so. I really? It's just like being, they take over the flavor of any smoothie you put in. Like it's like, like nobody wanted that. Uh, I love bananas, but yes, you are not. Actually, there are quite a few of my friends now that like you're not the first one to say this. I think I have quite a few friends who don't like bananas, and I don't know. Potassium is very important, but anyways, we'll talk about that later. So, what are you sipping on? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pull this can up. It, it, sorry, <laughs> just like hit my mic. If anybody heard that, oops. But. <laughs> City Seltzer, the brand, okay. has sodas. Okay. No way. I don't know. Okay. Nobody really knows this. Like, not even my friends. I had like a very strong, like, Jones soda phase. If people know Jones soda, it's like it came or it still comes in a glass bottle. And they had like, like so many flavors, like 20, 30, 40 flavors. It was like a blue flavor. There was like a cream soda. Their cream soda is one of my faves. They had like the most random selection and it was like straight up sugar right like they had cotton candy like it was crazy that the soda was doing that much this reminds me of that but without the sugar um and this particular flavor is called picnic basket raspberry and rhubarb so city seltzer carbonated water okay it is zero anything zero nutritional value but also zero sugar and calories and it's just like a fun drink to sip on but like the flavor is so good and the bubbles are small i find other carbonated waters have like big bubbles i don't know how to explain this in any other where did way you get, where did you where did you get that from there is a local store in town that sells these but they also oh, have them at other local stores but i love these okay these are like so good and they have such fun flavors they have like orange creamsicle blackberry vanilla like they're like interesting flavors it's not just orange okay it's orange creamsicle so I, I love a good orange I'm sipping on. Oh, that's dream summer. And if City Seltzer ever wants to call me to do a full review of their soda line, I am so ready. <laughs> I'm looking up um, Jones Soda because I realized I I thought I've never seen it. But then now that I look at it, I'm like, oh, I've definitely seen this before. Um, like it's very like middle school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah core yeah. a little bit. But yeah. there were. And then, OK, the best part about the Jones sodas were that like when you opened it in the cap like the top that you like twist off and open mm-hmm. it had like a nice saying kind of like fortune cookies oh <laughs> so okay, like, that's cute like the marketing there is really sweet okay yeah they would just be like you got it or they would just say something so mysterious and inconspicuous that you'd be like unsettled for the rest of your weekend but i used to collect them actually and then i don't know where they are now the mom caps. probably threw them out uh, 100%, i believe that <laughs> oh my goodness i love that um yeah okay so i guess today or tonight (laughs) we are yeah we are going to be setting the tone of talking about burnouts and burning out in our 20s um Mm -hmm. so to kick off the conversation 
what does burnout mean, I guess, to us? That's a really great question, right? Like, I don't have the official definition in front of me, but you know what I'm doing? I'm pulling it out. Um, <laughs> um, it's interesting because I feel like we throw the word around a lot more, but there is like an official definition in the ICD That's where burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. And it's characterized by three different dimensions. I don't think it's true that it's only workplace related, to be honest. But the three dimensions are feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's jobs, or feelings of negativism, that's a tough word, or cynicism related to one's job and reduced professional efficacy. But I think this extends beyond like work, right? Like you could have reduced efficacy in your daily life. You could feel mentally distanced from just your day-to-day life. You could feel depleted energetically or exhausted. So I think it's not necessarily work-related, though the ICD-11 here might not agree, which is a professional's guide. We're going to go with our version of events today because we're talking about burnout in our 20s. So I think to me, it means just like having a lack of interest maybe in in things that you might have previously been interested in. It like totally, like I totally see like the distancing yourself and just like, like having a lack of motivation and energy and maybe burnout isn't the right term, but I think for our conversation today, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess with ICD, yeah, it's very much... For the coding purposes too so I'm assuming that's why they put the workplace definition in there um but I agree I think overall it's like that reaction to prolonged stress um you know characterized by exhaustion so at the end of the day it can be reducing your overall productivity whether it be in your professional life whether it be at school whether it be at home um and I think there are a lot of things that come into play um, with burnout, especially within our 20s. And I, I mean, I'm sure there are probably several points in our, like, I guess, like marks in our 20s where we might feel it over and over again. And um, I think it has to do with some things I'm going to throw out there are, um, you know, exposure to capitalism, the hustle culture, uh, materialism, and social media. <laughs> so if I looked at the exact same article you looked at, that's I was like let me just say these are things that have been stated before um and I agree with that I genuinely feel like these are all things that come into play when we talk about burnout in our 20s um especially the hustle culture we've mentioned it before previously in our podcast episodes um and I don't blame like it's it's hard not to hustle because I also like k20s is also your time when you know you can get things done like we're able hopefully like physically and you know like this is like less familial responsibilities for the most part um so you know you're trying to balance all these different thoughts and you're like okay what am I not doing enough of and then you keep adding that pressure onto yourself to be like I need to do more until you realize like it's not satisfying or you're not feeling fulfilled I think fulfillment comes into play here as well I feel like if you feel fulfilled burnout is like less likely to happen because Again, I think it's that feeling of fulfillment. I don't know, like how to fully define fulfillment right now for some reason. But I think it's that sense of purpose, right? So I, I think, think it's hard. Try, yeah, when so. you try to juggle too many things, burnout. 
it's funny that I'm about to talk about this. Like, oh my gosh, like only do what you can, like prevent it, like deal with it. But like, I am notoriously the person who says yes to everything, right? Like I signed up for like three things this year. Like I had no intention. I was like, I'm going to say no. I don't need more on my plate. But I'm also somebody who like derives pleasure from having a lot of things on the go. Like I love a to-go thing. Like that's who I am. Like I'm not a nine to five girly. Um, and like power to those who are like for those people who compartmentalize in that way. But I just, I've never been that person per se. So like, I very much like to work on my own time. Like I don't like, I'm very mm -hmm. energetically driven in that way. Um, but I think it's funny that we're like talking about that hustle culture again, because one of us, it gave me wrote an article once called hustle culture or reflection from STEM by yours truly. I <laughs> literally talk about this and I'm looking at this and I'm like uh, everything I said I wouldn't do I'm doing you know like oh, no. it's like hustle harder good things come to those who hustle keep on hustling these phrases are a staple in hustle culture that continues to define the millennial experience and then I just like define it and I talk about like how we glamorize that hustle culture right like the idea of like being on the go I'm like that's like I am I am like actively contributing to that am I the it. problem mm -hmm it's me a little bit but I'm I'm yeah. not unhappy like I just I feel like it's weird though because I feel like my burnout doesn't stem from all the things that I have to do or get done because I feel like I've like I've done a good enough job of recognizing like some things kind of take the back seat for a little bit and then another thing takes like the the like I focus on different things at different times at different capacities but I think it's more like sometimes I lack the motivation to even get started right and I just I feel like what we often miss when it comes to the picture of burnout is that it's not necessarily just related to having a lot of work to do like other elements mm. of your life such as personal such as like global events also contribute to your ability to get stuff done and anytime that I create a schedule or create a timeline for something I like fully fail to acknowledge anything external to me impacting me yet so much of the external stuff that goes on impacts me if something goes wrong in my personal life that's obviously going to maybe not have me be as optimized as possible, which then results in less getting done, which then results in me feeling bad about it, which then like helps, like not helps me, but makes me feel exhausted. And then we get to that burnout phase. So I think burnout really like extends beyond that element of just like, oh, like you just have too much to do. As I was saying this, like I lost the plot on what we were talking about. <laughs> I had a little like tangent. It's like when Michael Scott in the office goes, sometimes I start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going to go. That was me two seconds ago. I, I just was very passionate. It was like a monologue. Okay. I needed that moment. No, I mean, I think we're all here for it and we support it, obviously. But basically, moral of the story, everything that you said in your article not to do unfortunately is something that you know you are doing and um I know we both have definitely probably faced burnout and so I was just like looking it up quickly like let me know if you've felt some of these like signs okay so some apparently early signs of burnout include um apathy slash numbness boredom neglecting your needs developing bad habits loss of motivation loss of productivity irritable behavior and escapist more escapist mentality stop that's me right now all of them eh well okay. not all of them but some of them some of them i'm gonna say Jeez. for me right now like some of them are definitely hitting for me right now too this is awkward so, yeah i thought we were just gonna talk about it and it's gonna be like oh my gosh take care of yourself and now here i am being a little bit diagnosed 
so you know i mean step one is awareness so as we're going through this we are becoming aware of the fact that there are potential things that might be causing us to be a little burned out right now and that is okay because we're talking about it um you know what sucks though like we often talk about acknowledgement right and i can acknowledge a feeling and i can be like yeah "Yeah, this is how i'm feeling i'm sad or i'm down or like this isn't good but i hate like going through the feeling like you know like sometimes they're like you go through this thing and you just have to like feel it out like you're sad you're experiencing heartbreak all of those things are things that your friends will always be like you just have to like go through it and time is like gonna heal it all but i just like I, I have a hard time with that because I'm just like, well, who doesn't? I'm like, this isn't a personality trait, obviously. But all I'm saying is that it's so easy to be like, acknowledge the feeling and like live with it. But it's so hard in the moment. Like, I just want to skip to the part when I'm over it and I'm like thriving and I'm like, you know, in my glow up era after the sadness. <laughs> Don't we all, girl? Don't we all? But unfortunately, Ew, I sound like our moms or like our parents. Life doesn't work that way. <laughs> you are in your mom era right now. I really am. You're not the... It's been too many times this week that I've been called out for it. But um, yeah, I agree. It would be wonderful to be able to just skip it. That's yes. how the life is. It's how the cookie crumbles. As we get older, maybe, or in our late 20s, there are certain moments where we have felt this feeling before. So I think the good thing is that we know or potentially know how to equip ourselves equip ourselves a little bit better in terms of how to deal with those feelings. You know, like if you have felt said feeling before, the first time you dealt with it probably was not in the healthiest way, right? Mm-hmm. So second time around, for example, I, I know I'm feeling burnt out. Um, I know what I need to do is make sure I'm active because that for me is something that actually does help me, right? So like making sure that I'm either switching up my workout routine, either trying like whether it be spin class or whatever, keeping myself accountable to just like make it to the gym, like tiny little things like that. Those are, I guess, us being aware and building those new habits in terms of how to deal with said feelings again that are creeping up, right? So I think it's more so not that these feelings are ever going to go away for us. I feel like throughout our lives, it's going to keep continuing to pop up here and there, but it's more so us remembering what worked and what didn't work. Right. And then knowing that like, who's there to keep us accountable again, it comes down to that or you keeping yourself accountable. Um, And then also accepting, right? Like I think as we're talking about it right now, like I think you and I are both accepting that this is something that we're going through. So how do we deal with it? Or is there certain steps that we can take to ensure that we are dealing with it. Let me ask you a question. Are you skipping meals throughout the day, for example? Okay, that's a pointed question because everybody knows that my eating habits are something that I need to actively work on. It's not because I like don't like food. I'm just lazy, you is know? It lazy? Like, is it lazy or is it the fact that like you just have a lot going on as well at the same time? You know, I don't know, but I'm also like, okay, don't buy like frozen meals or like, Generally, there's not even like ramen or anything in my house because then I know that I'm going to be tempted to eat those like high sodium foods, which is often the case for like frozen meals or like those easy like cup of noodles or whatever you want to call it. So I just like don't equip my house with things that are easy and like to go. But I'm also like I'll I'll buy food if I'm hungry. 
but then right. i also like go through like i also have a hard time like just picking where to eat like just if somebody just told me like go here and get food i would go do it <laughs> it's almost like too much of a mental burden to even like think of where to eat and then you're thinking of like vegetarian options and like the restrictions mm -hmm. which adds like another barrier like i eat fine at home you know like when i go home in fact mm -hmm. i eat like eight meals a day probably because it's like right there yeah god bless our parents honestly i went home for thanksgiving and my mom did the most like uh we ate you know like yeah. we didn't just eat we ate no thanksgiving weekend i was eating from like friday onwards like i think that was the one thing where i was like <laughs> like my entire saturday was just me eating <laughs> like i literally like look back at it and i was like what did i do today other than eat and it's so. cute because like your parents will go out of your way to bring things that you like like there were dragon fruits available for me to eat like they went oh, like stop. all out because they know so that i like having like fun fruits i don't eat a lot of fruits but when i do eat fruits it's fun fruits um so yeah but thanks for calling me out on my eating habits that was very nice of you to do that was not the intention any of my Sorry. friends are listening they're gonna know that you know because I had a whole phase like I went through like three weeks where I only ate like pierogies like that was the only thing that was like easy enough just like, to clarify the intention the intention was not to call you out for your pierogies or this I was trying to tie it to burnout because apparently when you're burnt out, according to this article, you know, eating habits and meals are things that you tend to skip out on because you're neglecting your body. So I just wanted to make sure that nobody here is neglecting their body. So nobody here. I mean, let's stop me in the eye, in my soul. Sharon is looking at me right now. Okay. But mind you, I am doing okay in terms of exercise. I have been prioritizing that. And for those who don't know, on my TikTok, I also do like come walk 10K steps with me. And like when I do fall like in between the cracks, like I have like a way to get me out. But maybe I just do that with food because somehow it inspires me just to, like put it out there. Um, but like I've actually really been considering like meal prep companies like like just to try out. Like I've done it before. Like I've done like a sample and it, it's it's nice. Like it's it's helpful. But then my only issue is that like if I don't use those ingredients by said date, then they expire. And then I'm just like, mm. well, that was a waste, you know, so. Is it always the same recipes too? Like I'm going to get bored. No, there are different recipes all the time, actually. So it but is, then now it is it's too different and I have no stability in my life. There's no winning <laughs> with know. me today. You know, when you're like in that mood where you're like, no matter what you say to me. I it's will, not going to go through. Yeah. I will You're literally pick the other side just for the sake of doing it. Like that is where I'm at today. Girl, that is, that so is my, sorry. that's okay. That's like sometimes my toxic trait. You know, I just do that with everyone and I don't need to do that. And so that's something I'm working on as well. <laughs> I'm like mindful of it now, but um, I guess back to the topic of burnout in terms of where we're at right now, what do you think? we can do or be more mindful of i guess in terms of dealing with burnout and why do you think it always happens more frequently i guess to those of us who are in our 20s okay so like let's let's table the first part of that question like i was just gonna say like should we even be burnt out like we're kind of still we're not new to life but i feel like i should be more excited i should be more looking forward to things I should be like in my eat pray love era you know like I don't personally have a mortgage I don't have children 
I don't have great responsibilities that should be burning me out. I literally only have to take care of myself. You know what I mean? I would like to uh, hold on one second though, because I, I was reading this thing or sorry, earlier where they were saying like children who are born in the nineties and like early two thousands though, like we have seen so much of history that actually a lot of other generations have not. So I think even our existence right now, unfortunately, there are other factors that come to play. Like we might not have a mortgage, but that's also because we can't afford to buy a house in today's economy, right? Like, so there is that as a stress, right? Like, and then on top of like the children part, like there are people our age who are having kids. I'm talking about myself personally on a personal level. I agree. I agree. And that's what I was saying that the thing is like, we are also still living in very much different times than say, for example, our parents, right? So when our parents or, or even like, the stressors that they had are so different. Like even sometimes when I go visit my grandparents back home in Kerala, like I'm straight up like, there aren't that many external pressures if I'm being completely honest. Like life is so much more like laid back there. It's like that hustle, like North American culture is not there. It is absolutely not there. Do you think it's a Toronto thing too? Like it's very Toronto, it's very East Coast. Like you go out to the West Coast, people are living. And that's why one day I want to live on the West Coast. Actually, you could be right there. Maybe it's not all of North America. Maybe it could be an East Coast versus West Coast. Like, I don't know. I will say you're absolutely right in that we have faced a lot more of those external things because earlier on in our conversation, I did allude to it just not being an internal thing, just not the work in front of you. There's outside factors that impact you. But I, I think we've experienced a lot. But like, I also wonder, like, have other generations not had their own versions of what we've experienced right like there's always a conflict around the world unfortunately there's always a recession that everybody goes through there's a housing cri- like there's just always a crisis there's which, a pandemic, yeah yeah which okay. inherently or like they had SARS you know back in the day and like other things I, that were going on like Ebola and HIV like all of those things were like our parents generation I would argue yeah I mean but there's also like with time like a lot of advancements and things like that have also happened right like technology has grown out of god knows even like the past 10 years like we've seen it evolve like immensely right like we're talking ai and everything and and to the point where we have to double check our resources like we don't even know if the news that we see is real like they didn't have to worry about that back in the day right like there wasn't that much fake news now there's so much fake news now there's like you can duplicate or imitate someone else's voice and make it seem like they're saying what they're saying but really that's not what they're saying like propaganda is so different in today's world than it is 10 years ago 15 years ago 50 years ago right so there's a lot more stuff for us to be mindful of and I think even like those who grew up in who are like teens now and like I don't know if you've seen those like memes where it's like um girls who are in their teens now versus what I was like when I was a teenager and it's hilarious because it's true like I was out like singing to like Miley Cyrus or like Wizards of Waverly Place like and the teens now are doing like full-on choreo TikToks like I could not right like there's just like a different level and if I'm being completely honest I wouldn't want that like that's just so much pressure for me and that's such a young age to be like so self-conscious and things like that's a whole other conversation obviously but I feel like these things all lead to burnout and I think that like our specific generation of those who are in our 20s burnout is not just work related I think it's like overall life related I think it's pandemic related I 
think there for us maybe what you're saying is like should i feel burnt out is a great question but i think it's also at the same time we've just had so many external things happen that are out of our control like it really is out of our control yeah that's very so, true it's hard to even like pinpoint but you're right like with the access to information that we have like that's like i don't know if it's more being overwhelmed with information or burnt out with information right like again like definitions aside and our talk today it's probably more likely to be burnt out than overwhelmed and I guess even with like socials right like you could see what other people are up to more like those LinkedIn posts like I climbed this mountain but then while I was doing it I was taking all my work meetings and solving all these global problems <laughs> you know just for real for real no but However, I mean some, some of them are like that and you're just sitting here like it's true okay cool I made, my, I made my bed this morning <laughs> and that bed. is enough Sharon because remember comparison is the thief of joy um <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate myself for this I saw a six buzz post I, I, again I'm exposing myself for the fact that I still follow that account but like there was some article apparently a research study that showed that if you make your bed in the morning you're like 200 more likely to be a millionaire so like all of a sudden now i'm like guess i'm making my bed in the morning <laughs> you didn't make your bed before i would but not every morning like i was not consistent with it i am again exposing myself there oh the side eye <laughs> no that's not true i've just always been the one to make my bed like i can't leave my house before making my bed Yes, so you were the daughter. You were the daughter my mom always wanted. So, oh my God, just, no, stop! Just you know. are the daughter your mom always wanted. <laughs> just know that. That's yeah. I just you know, moms usually really love me. That's just like a random fun fact I'm gonna throw out there. <laughs> like, like it's just the talent that I have. Oh, yeah, for sure. To be I'm... that girl. Yeah, I mean, I think it takes something to be able to connect with parents. Like, I think so. If anybody parents... needs anyone to impress their mom with, I'm the one. Subtle plug, eh? <laughs> so subtle. <laughs> oh my god, I just I don't know what mood I'm in. We're recording a little bit later. Like, Sharon, we've talked about this. We gotta record earlier because I go through the day and I'm like, we're unhinged right now. Either um, I have zero energy. And I'm just gonna be quiet, and I'm gonna be a little bit dissociated, or I'm this just happened. gonna be unhinged and make unsolicited comments that don't need to be made. But you know, going back to making beds though, real quickly, I would just like to say I, I am pretty consistent with it. I'm not gonna like say that I'm not. But I'm, I'm not just judging saying, you. You're fine. <laughs> you know, you can make it's your bed. Here. I'm worried. I'm worried about our listeners. You can make your life. bed, not make it. You have to sleep in it, right? What's the saying? You made your bed, now sleep in it. I'm sleeping in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, all my cousins, I remember they used to be like, you know, you're more successful in life if you make your bed in the morning. And I was like, yeah, you're right, I guess. Let's I bet that's a myth. It's like I... one of those, like, causation does not equal correlation. Correlation, yeah. It's it's just, I know TBD, it. TBD, I know <laughs> it. Um, but no, going back to what we were talking about again, um, did we want to touch upon, I guess, like, so we talked about social media, we talked about information overload and how we're not really sure if that defines or if we consider that to be burnout, but maybe I think you're right. I think in this situation, it's just maybe a lot more overwhelming than it is burnout. Um, so I think just managing how much screen time you have, I think would be an effective way of going about it. I, I mean, like at the same time, like I think 
it's hard to avoid. <laughs> it's hard to I avoid. I was just talking to a friend earlier today and she was like, you know, like I feel not great. Like I feel like I keep doom scrolling, but I can't help it. You know, it's like, it's one of those things you're damned. If you do, you're damned if you don't, right? Like you want to be in the know, you want to make informed decision. You want to seek out information. You want to learn about the problems and where you stand. But then at the same time, like that's at the risk of your mental health in a way. Yeah, no, for real. Um, I think something that I think Paul and I both were like talking about earlier too is just like moral burnout as well, right? So um, uh, that is something that, again, I think we both felt throughout this week as well on top of everything else that was going on. So um, yeah, I, I feel for those who are obviously seeking like more information like I think from both of us one thing that we can say is just make sure that you're seeking like informed decisions I mean informed posts like and just <sighs> you can do more than just staying aware but having those discussions as well helps and um I think we did share this on our story as well um another podcast kind of to listen to if people are interested or want to know more information um I'm just pulling it up because it's by uh Sandy and Nora so they Sandy and Nora they are Canadian podcasters as well and they talk politics so they did do an episode as well on like uh Palestine Israel and Canada and it was a great listen um personally I enjoyed just being able to hear their perspectives and also coming from that Canadian angle in terms of international relations and things like that um The Economist has also released quite a few uh, podcast as well in terms of what's currently going on so um i think that's just something that we both talked about earlier as well in terms of like you know how do we go about this because we don't know how to go about it if we're being super candid i, I so. mean we would be remiss to not even acknowledge it it just almost feels wrong but then at the same time it's like the podcast can almost serve as a form of escapism where you like maybe don't have to think about the things that are happening right like you maybe want to dissociate so it's always hard to navigate but I mean it'd be good to hear from our listeners do you want us to be talking about these things like or is this something that you'd like to keep kind of separate right and no yeah. matter what like Sharon and I do not stand behind any kind of loss of human life um and I think we'll leave it at that just to make that clear yeah for sure yeah for sure and i think to wrap up today maybe we could talk about some strategies that we use personally and maybe things we've read about that help us avoid or deal with feeling the sensation of burnout or feeling like you're going to be down like you're you're hitting the edge there sharon what do you do to uplift yourself um I think the first thing I do is definitely analyzing what's causing me burnout. Um, so identifying that. And then if I realize that this is something that I can't address right away, and I know that it's going to be lingering a bit longer, um, which is the case for me, um, I think a couple things that I do personally, for sure, and I know this is going to sound so redundant and people are going to maybe roll their eyes and be like, whatever, like these are just the general things, but they are things that work. And again, they work for me. Um, but some things are honestly art, music. So I think this year, like just doing and trying new things, like for example, pottery class, um, art, 
music is a huge thing for me so like i my shuffle playlist is on and, and i try my best to like i have my gospel i have my afro beats i have my soca dance hall like it's like that same thing i'm gonna ref- like it's like you know you might be in a in a depressive episode or something's going on and sometimes music can uplift you and you know tiny little things like that just being mindful of like what brings your spirit up like what brings that passion and fulfillment back into your life and whether that be you know doing a spin class with your sister and your friend um you know just making yourself more aware and connecting and I think one thing that I love doing and I think you do too is just going on walks and the reason I think I realized why I love going on walks in the city is that it just makes me feel less alone like yes I'm walking by myself but I'm walking beside so many people and like it just makes you feel less alone like and I feel like the one thing that I do love about the city is like people still smile at you like you know like people will compliment you or you like one thing I know I'm personally internally trying to get better at is like if I see someone like in a cute outfit like I want to be able to just be like hey girl you look beautiful today like I love that outfit on you like tiny little things like that that was like a side tangent but walks walks is another thing that I do and then um another example for uh, we're looking at doing next week actually is we're gonna go to this like jazz and like crocheting event so literally we're yeah so we're literally gonna go crochet for three hours and listen to jazz music live jazz music so I think just seeking those things that are I've never crocheted my entire life again so these are all things that I'm trying for the first time um to kind of just bring a little bit of spark and life and like doing it with people that you know who are who understand that life can just be overwhelming and it is overwhelming and you know sometimes you just need community and that is okay like putting yourself out there going to like a crochet event for example right like are just tiny things that you can potentially just like seek out like go on event bright see what's going on in your city like see what's going on in your town right like see if you can maybe sign up for something there are a lot of free events too and I know sometimes like traveling and there are limitations and things like that um and less screen time honestly I'm trying to work on that uh, in terms of like social media screen time at least I mean obviously in terms of like I'm definitely guilty of doom scrolling as well so that's me calling myself out on that one but yeah those are there's a long list of things and I hope people can pick something up and maybe you know someone tries their crocheting or some fun activity you know anything anything new I think will help deal with this like mentality of like constantly wanting to do something new or not new like this mentality of like the hustle culture is what I was trying to get at you know like Try and do something that's peaceful. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So how about you? Anything that you're trying to do to help you with burnout right now recently? Yeah. Um, first of all, I love that list. I think that getting creative especially is so important. But sometimes like the burnout doesn't allow you to be creative, right? So just you talking about analyzing what has caused this. Is it in your control or is it not in your control? Got me thinking, right? Like when do I usually reach that brink of like just that lack of motivation that lack of inspiration like you know like those moments that you feel so uninspired and you just like you can do things but you just don't want to do them like that mental block like the hardest part is getting started is when that makes sense right so it just got me thinking like what how do I usually get there right and analyzing the causes and oftentimes for me it's a lack of control as much as I like to be like I like going with the flow like I'm that girl. And like, I feel like I've tricked myself into being more chill than I actually am. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm pretty cool. And I'm not the most like anal person about stuff. 
but I do think that I like having a sense of control and ownership over the stuff I do. And when I lack that sense of control or ownership, that doesn't mean that I get to control every single aspect of everything, but I am that person who likes to have Excel files associated with vacations and, you know, rank different music choices that I'm discovering and all of those fun things. Like, I think I am generally like that organized type of person who likes a plan, who likes to know what's happening. And I love a surprise and I want a surprise, but I also want to be in on the surprise and plan every element of that surprise, which is what's happening with my <laughs> birthday planning committee right now, where I'm trying to be like feed in information to figure out what's happening. But You're so funny. It's, <laughs> I get with it's you. It's been so funny. Like, I'll just be like, what's going on? And I'll try to like get people like one-on-one to get in the know. That's not important right now. But the point is that often like a sense of lack of control makes me feel uncomfortable and it leads me to just like not want to do anything right so I think oftentimes burnout for me comes from that sense of not being in the know and that's however like the reality of the world we live in right now and maybe that's something that I need to actively work on and one of those ways is establishing trust with the people around you and having a trusted source of information and friends and I'm very fortunate, once again, to be surrounded by really wonderful, amazing people. Um, but I think to really combat this, it's talking about it. That's always helpful, right? Like you say, acknowledge the feeling, sit with the feeling as hard as it is, come to face it. And then I definitely believe that getting creative often helps me with that mental block. Um and that creativity can come in forms that are familiar to you. Like I love making friendship bracelets, for example. Like that's like a fun meditative activity I can get into where I'm doing something, but I can just like meditate in this like repetitive pattern of making a friendship bracelet. And it's nice because you get something out of it, right? So I don't feel like I just sat there staring yeah. at a wall. Um, so I think that type of like repetitive redundancy really helps because then I could just like have my mind like be a flat line. Uh, and music really helps me too. I think like I'm a big music listener. Uh, right now I've really gotten into bossa nova. Like it's a genre. Yeah, like isn't that so random? It's like a genre that originated in Brazil, which is like a soft samba is how it's described. Almost like a Latin American jazz is kind Ooh. of how it's you know that's what wikipedia told me when i looked it up that's um, very cool but apple has a playlist and yes i'm an apple music listener don't at me <laughs> we're all adding you are you kidding me but so i think music helps that creative outlet helps um and i really like trying new things right which is what you were saying like a friend of mine and i are supposed to do like a b-day photo shoot i've never done one before but i just like want to get creative Ooh, for fun that's fun um it'll be good i was getting I was going to say, I think one more thing I wanted to add on to this list for us is I think we forgot was rest. Um, definitely, I think all the solutions, not solutions, but things that we said that we were doing are more so activities. So I do want to draw attention back to the fact that like one way to obviously deal with burnout is resting. So listen to your body. If that is something that you're going through, like make sure that you take time out of your day to rest or, you know, time out of your week to set aside for some me time. And I think one thing that both you and I are actually are doing, um, I've noticed us do a better job of this, is like communicating when we aren't having like a good day or when something is just off, right? So like, it's okay to go radio silent on somebody or your friend, but as long as you communicate and just be like, hey, I had an off day, like let's catch up tomorrow. Um, so 
I think that comes along with taking rest and giving space and then just checking in on your friends as well at the same time or family members. It helps to let others know, honestly, as hard as it is to like wanting to keep everything to yourself and, you know, be this like strong, independent person and be like, I got this. Like, I don't need to let anyone know when I'm struggling, blah, 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 blah. Um, As much as, you know, that is very brave. I think it is very important to let others know, especially your close friends or close circle, just being like, hey, been a little rough. I might be a little MIA. And just acknowledging that and then take your time to rest, girl. There's power in solitude. Yes. That's what I'm learning. I used to be terrible at being alone, but there's such a power, like that reset, refresh. Yeah, for sure. You know, doing like an everything shower and then like cleaning everything and just like having those moments can help. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that's our little tidbit um, in terms of if you are going through burnout, you know, know that you're not alone as cliche as that sounds, but just be aware of it, you know, write it down. Like we said earlier um, and rest reset. It's a new day. It's a new week. So if you are listening in the morning or at night, you know, just reset yourself and, you know, prepare yourself for what you want to be able to do and what you want to be able to make up the next day. And everyone is going at their own pace. Like this is just your reminder that like Pulby called me out on it. Like don't compare yourself to others. Um, We're calling each other on it because it's so easy to do. And that's something that we always do. So just rest and reset because you got this. And with that, we're going to wrap up this episode. And like always, rate us, give us a comment. Like there are moments where we ask for feedback. So just, you know, send us that DM and we appreciate the feedbacks that we have been receiving and follow us on Chai 20s on Instagram. So thank you with that. Bye. <laughs>